Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark here today with Max O'Brien, and it's day 584 since we came back on the air. What's new, Max? As they say, there's nothing new under the sun. Things are pretty quiet out there, honestly, and I can't say I'm sorry about it. It's nice to have some peace and quiet, although, of course, that's a relative term. There's still zombies, after all. I think if there weren't still zombies, you would have led with that. True. That is so true. I hate to say it, but they're getting kind of boring. They're like part of the landscape now. Yeah, don't say that. We've already got enough trouble with people running up to them and pulling juvenile pranks, like putting signs on them or hanging leftover Christmas ornaments on their clothes or, in some cases, their fingers. It's reckless and dangerous. People wonder why the number of zombies doesn't decrease, even though there's been a few zombie hunters going around trying to get those numbers down. It's because new zombies are getting made, and I think a good percentage of them are because of stunts like this. We can't let our guard down that much. You're absolutely right, and I apologize for my flip comment. I do have to wonder why people do stuff like that, though. I mean... I've gotten very accustomed to avoiding them, putting them down when necessary, and diverting them, but I've never felt the urge to run up to one on purpose just so I could do something stupid like that. Even when you had the idea of the umbrellas? I mean... Anyway, it's it's the same thing that makes people do things like bungee jumping or skydiving or mountain climbing. Adrenaline. That feeling of cheating death. Doing something reckless and getting away with it makes you feel more in control of your own life and destiny. And I'll confess that we've all felt like we didn't have any control over our lives or destinies for a while now. But we're living in a dangerous enough environment. We don't need to be inviting more danger into our lives. So true. So true. So what should people do to get their adrenaline fix? I don't know. I've never really felt the urge to do anything like that. I went whitewater rafting with some friends once, and that was a little too much excitement. Oh, what happened? I was with these three of my friends, and we were going rafting for one of their birthdays. Wow, I haven't thought about that for years. Let's see. It was me, Patricia, Daryl, and Teresa. And I think it was Daryl's birthday. Anyway, we go through the safety orientation and all the rest of it, and we get assigned to a boat with two other people that we didn't know. They're in front. Have you ever been whitewater rafting? No. It always looked like something I might like to do one day, but I never got to it. Okay, so the way it works is that there are six people and a guide. The guide sits in the back to steer and give rowing instructions. So he might say, forward one, or forward two, or back one. And that tells everybody how many strokes forward or backward to do with their oar. The two people in front are supposed to look at each other and to, so that way they can sync up. And then people behind them row with them so that the whole boat rows at the same time. If you don't do it that way, then it's not as effective. Sounds simple enough. It was, except our guide wasn't giving the instructions loudly enough so the people in front couldn't hear him. He'd say, forward one, and they wouldn't do anything. But then Daryl would row because he felt like somebody should... But it didn't really do any good. So here we are in the river for all of about 10 seconds. And we're coming up on the first rapid. 
and our communications are all messed up. I foresee disaster in your future, past, whatever. Oh, you know it. The guide realized we weren't going to hit it at the correct angle and told us to get down, which means duck into the raft. But it was too late. The raft hit the rapid, rammed into a rock, and dumped the entire group into the river. The guide actually got catapulted over everybody. Now, this rapid was what you call a hydraulic. It spins around rapidly and violently. We were in the drink for a few minutes, but we didn't actually get that far down the river. That sounds really unpleasant. Well, it depended on who you asked. Teresa, Daryl, and Patricia all said later that they thought they were going to die. Me, as a trained scuba diver, just thought it kind of sucked. Anyway, they fished us out, and we finished the river. Although after the initial excitement, the rest was kind of boring. When it was over, we went to the pro shop to buy the pictures that they took. And they asked us who our guide was, and we told them, and they were like, Oh... You're the group that got flipped at Grumpy's Ledge. That sucks. Wow. When the folks that work there say that something's bad, then it must be really bad. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to the topic at hand, there are other ways to get your risk fix without putting yourself at risk of becoming a zombie. I don't know any of them offhand myself, but I'm sure listeners will be glad to send their ideas over. And I look forward to hearing from them. But for today, it's about time we sign off. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.